Okay, guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. We are on the BUDU channel. I know it's been a while, but you know, sometimes you need to take a break. We have the one and only Dr. Carl Michelle. Yes. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. It's, it's been a while. It's been a while, yeah, because we met, um, how long was this ago? Was this like four or five years ago? Five years ago, yeah. Five years ago. Guys, relationship <laughs> is a key thing that I keep on telling you guys. It is so important. Build rapport, build of course. communication. So yeah. tell me, um, well, before we go into all of, all of what you do, um, you want to yeah. explain a little bit about what you do i know you are in the feet industry right <laughs> so i it'd be better for you to explain to um all right uh, okay so my name is uh Car dr carl michelle i'm a foot and ankle surgeon uh, podiatrist here um i do a lot of trauma surgeries uh, people with uh, fractures ankles uh, broken leg broken foot um I do those and also see patients in my office for, you know, regular stuff, um, you know, heel pain, plantar fasciitis, Achilles tendon um, injuries and all that. So um, basically that's, that's in a nutshell, that's what I do. I see people with flat foot. I do reconstructive surgery of the foot, of the ankle. So uh, basically in a nutshell, that's what I do. Okay. And I was reading, you've been doing this for 10 years. Yes. Wow. Like, so I'm tell passive, me, how did you but... get into like the feet? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when I was a young, young boy, I played a lot of soccer. What we, the Americans call soccer here, but we call it football. Yeah. We call it football <laughs> here. Yeah. <laughs> so do you, do you like any uh, football? Um, oh, like, Chelsea. Come Chelsea. On. Yeah. Okay. Come on. I don't think you and I can be friends, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Manchester United, but that's okay. Oh, <laughs> too bad. You're in ninth place now, so sorry. <laughs> we broke a relationship because of soccer. <laughs> Tell me all. But, but yeah, I play as a as a former player. I played a lot, and I've had injuries in the past. And I was like, hey, maybe I should do something that still involves me with the sport. And, uh, you know, um, be able to, you know, be connected still. So to this day, I, I still play and I still, you know, I was a doctor for a team for a while. And in my office, I do see at local athletes here. So um, which is good for me. I, it keeps me connected to the game. So uh, that's the main reason for me to go into the lower extremity. So. Okay. And um, so you also speak various different languages. Yes. I, I speak French. I speak Creole, a little bit of Spanish, and obviously English. So. Yeah, because you're based in Miami, so I guess there's a lot of... Yeah, but actually now I live in Boynton Beach, which is about maybe an hour north of Miami. Okay. So, yeah. There's less Spanish... Yes, okay. a lot less Spanish. Okay, okay. that's interesting. <laughs> so, and, yeah. Okay, that's uh, 
It's always interesting to know because last time I went to Miami and it was like just filled with Spanish. Like the last yeah, time it, it, was, it felt like you were in Cuba, right? <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I live on the land of like the United States. You should be talking in English. Right? It doesn't matter. We'll yeah. let that go. <laughs> so, um, so now, what is um, what? Because this is your new practice, right? That you have. Yes. Um, well, yes. How long have you had it for? Um, I branched out on my own about two years ago. Okay. Uh, I used to work uh, in a group, a multi-group uh, with different doctors. Okay. And it wasn't working for me. Um, decided to branch out on my own, have my own schedule, be my own boss. So, so why did it not work? Was it the philosophy or is it you? Exactly. It's philosophy. You know, over time, you know, people have different philosophies on the way things they want things to go and how they want to treat patients. Okay. So, yeah, it, it wasn't working for me. So what makes you different from anybody else? I mean, I was reading, you have amazing reviews of people saying that you know, <laughs> you're passionate, you, you're knowledgeable, but what if somebody's listening to you and they're around Miami and or around Florida and they're wanting, well, then well it's, it's it? more, to me, it's more about quality over quantity. Mm. Um, spending time and listening to patients. Uh, a lot of time when you really sit down and talking to people, mm. they'll mm. tell you exactly what's wrong with them, you know? So you have to really take time to listen to them and be, you know, passionate, compassionate about what they're telling you. Mm. And to me, you know, quality goes, goes, you know, over quantity anytime. So um, that's basically the difference to me, you know, it's just taking care, you know, knowing that the patient that's in, in, in front of you could be your mother, your cousin, you know, a family member. Mm-hmm. So you have to treat everybody the same. Makes sense. And so for, cause you've only opened not long ago. So have you found any challenges in opening or has your transition? Oh yeah. This has been, yeah. really it's, so. it's, it's been learn. It's a, been a learning curve. You yeah. know, it's like you, as a doctor, you, they don't teach you the business side of things. So you're opening your own practice and marketing, you know, all that stuff. It's, it's been a, quite challenging, but we're growing. As long as we're growing, I'm happy. Yeah. So, so when you say marketing, what is something that you have, have, have had to learn that you didn't know um, that now you're proud of? Um, I guess relationship with people. Okay. Um, I think it goes a long way, um, you know, sitting down face to face with other doctors, it's kind of better than sending them a, a card or a brochure and they don't know who you are. Uh, I found that, uh, when you sit down with people, you have connection with them, you know, they see you, you see them, um, being able to exchange ideas, face to face is better. Mm-hmm. Then actually sending a newsletter saying, hey, I'm Dr. Michelle, I'm around here, send me patients. No, it doesn't work like that. So, um, so I found that, you know, sitting down with people, having a relationship with them is, is, is a lot better. So that's one of the key points that I've learned in my marketing um, strategies. And face-to-face and in-person. Has yeah, been- in-person, oh. yeah. So yeah. when you do the face to face, do you go to networking events or is it just like knocking on doors and uh, I've done both actually. Okay. Um, um, I've, I've gone to networking events where, you know, you sit down with people and then I've taken meetings, okay. one-on-one meetings with people, go to their offices 
uh, play golf with them, play, you know, basketball, different areas where you can get to know the person himself yeah. or herself. That way you're able to connect a little bit, a little bit better. Yeah, that, that, that is that I think today that's the biggest thing, even though everything is online and offline, yeah. it's still important to be able to like make it also unique for, you know, and targeted for your market too. So yeah. would, what would, was, sorry, sorry, go on. No, I was going to say it, it's, it goes with, with you and I, we met five years ago. So we had, you know, connection face to face. We're able to talk. We got to know each other. And then five years later, we're still connected. So, yeah. So even though, you know, way. you've done what you've done in between and I've done what I've done in between is, right. you know, we still kept, you know, message there or a message. Yeah. There. So, yeah. Relationships goes, they, they go a long way. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So what would you say you are, do you have like a target market or is your audience like, pretty large <clears throat> um right now um my audience is pretty large but eventually i'd like to focus on you know surgical aspect of it um as far as you know seeing a certain amount of range of people you know kids young adults um but right now because we're new um we're kind of branching out me personally i probably focus my um my studies, my, my, um, not my studies, but my application more to the trauma aspect of it, the reconstructing aspect of it, and then bring up other physicians where, um, they can cover other areas of the specialty. So. Okay. So you're not just wanting just to be one practice, just people seeing you, you want yeah, exactly. other people to yeah. like, need to go to the other side of the city to get, yeah. you know, as you say, maybe, a therapist for walking. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So just able to cover all the angles that okay. the specialty covers. So. And that was always in your plan and your, in your. Yeah. Plan. It's always been in the plan, okay. you know. So um, you're a very people person where you like. Of course. Win-win um, for all. <laughs> yeah. Always. I, I know yeah. you are, but I want like like, people to know that this is who you are, right? <laughs> Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, cover being able to help in multi areas is is what we're looking for. Mm -mm. And so, when you say reconstruction, because can you set me like, a, for example, one example of a case that you had um, that really you took from the beginning to the end, and you've seen the transformation? Can you maybe tell a little bit of a testimony? Um, yeah. Well, um, there are a few cases actually, but the the one that we usually see a lot is people with flat foot deformities, um, people um, falling arches where they have pain um, mm. caused by the, the weight that they bear and then they're completely flat. Mm. So what we do, we reconstruct the foot and give them an arch, actually an arch. Okay. Um, and then, you know, usually that's, that's what we do a lot um, in our practice. Um, also, um, people with, uh, longstanding chronic, uh, arthritis, uh, do joint replacements. So, um, be able to, to help in that way. Um, whether it's the ankle or the toes or, you know, uh, people with bunions and, you know, kind of that way. So if you have a white foot, you're looking for a more narrow foot. 
we can do that too. Okay. So, um, so. So is like the foot industry a big thing? Sorry, I'm talking as a stylist, so this is like <laughs> not my field at all. So I'm actually curious because I'm like, this is. Um, you know what? It's 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 getting there because a lot of people um, people usually don't pay attention to their feet until it starts bothering them. Um, I tell people that your feet is like a found uh, a foundation, like a house. You're building a house. You need a foundation before you can put the actual you know floors and stuff. So um, feet are very important. Without your feet, you can't go anywhere. So, mm. yeah. So when we go back to the feet in terms of, you know, you being super important, what are the effects of us, you know, wearing trainers and high heels? What's your view on, on the shoes that are produced today? Are they good? Because we worked on an industry back in the day where, you know, you should walk with insoles with which were magnetic and that would give right. you the energy that we don't have in right. not working walking in the nature every single day so right. how's um yeah what's your views on today's shoes and well you know it's uh it's funny i've had a lot of women come to my practice um with bunion deformities okay and these are usually um caused by they're hereditary, but they can be accentuated by the shoes that you wear, you okay. know, meaning that, you know, people wear high heels all the time for work, like for 20 mm. something years, mm. uh, anything over four or five inch stilettos mm. where you think your, your foot is in the abnormal position all the time. You're walking basically on the ball of your foot. So mm. this is this, your feet are not meant to be walked like that. So you, you're, you're putting a lot of pressure into joints that normally wouldn't have those pressures. Okay. So eventually you'll develop arthritis, you'll develop tendonitis, you develop a whole lot of problems. Um, anything over two, three inches are going to cause um, problems in the long run. Okay. Um, insoles, I'm, I'm always for insoles, especially magnetics. Um, magnetics, they have properties that helps you with your energy, uh, with stability, um, even with uh, nerve, nerve pain. Um, there's a lot of studies now that are uh, being done where they're saying that, you know, magnetic insoles can help with what's called neuropathy, which is an abnormal signal going to your legs and your feet. So these are tend to me, usually I try the conservative treatment approach first and the, they tend to help a lot. Uh, you know, you put people in magnetic uh, insoles, uh, people with um, sensation problems, within a month or two, they're saying, hey doc, I can feel my toes, I can feel this. You know, there's just, you know, there's a lot of uh, research that are being done now. Um, and people have, I've, I've had people come to me and, you know, giving me hugs that I've changed their lives with the simple magnetic insoles. So. Okay. Wow. That's, um, I think, you know, overall, once you are, well, as an entrepreneur, you know, when you have somebody that comes back and they just, uh, you've delivered quality, you've delivered a service. Right. Of course, great, you know, money income comes in, but it's the service, it's the feeling of, you know, value that you brought to them. And I'm sure that just, that's just. Oh, that's, there are no better feelings than that. You mm -hmm. know, knowing that you've helped somebody. Yeah. I, 
there are a couple times I've been at the mall, you know, shopping with my little kids, with my wife, and somebody stopped me and said, oh, man, you've done great things, and, you know, give me a hug, and, you know, so that, those are things that I take dearly, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes, uh, that makes total sense. So, um, in terms of, for example, like workouts, workout shoes, do you, because I, I knew, I know a few osteopaths that say, you know, you should work out bare feet, but in CrossFit, for example, you cannot work bare feet. Oh, oh, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not happening. It's certainly not under my watch. But you, um, do you, because I know there's like these shoes where you see like the toes. What yeah. are your thoughts on? Um, those you can actually use. Um there's still research being done with them as far as the ambulation and the uh, the uh, what's called the uh, mechanics of those shoes. <laughs> um, preferably now, the, the best shoes to work out in are New Balance shoes um, or Asics shoes because okay. they're more they're more structurally sound. But the ones that are barefoot, they still have research as far as the gait pattern, the structure of the, those shoes. But uh, their early results are, are okay. I mean, people have used them to, to walk, to run uh, without any problem. But they're still being um, investigated as far as uh, shock absorptions and stuff like that and structure um, in, that, in that capacity. Okay. So what would you say to your younger self, knowing that you are where you are today? Um, mm-hmm. Is there some things that, you know, maybe somebody's listening and they're wanting to launch themselves in entrepreneurship and it's in the, the health industry, or maybe they're wanting to be just somebody just like you, what would you say to them? Uh, be patient and be disciplined, mm-hmm. and consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be afraid to fail. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense, but you know, it's, it's through your failure that you're going to learn that you're going to grow. So uh, I've learned a lot since I've been on my own. Um, so it is, you know, as an entrepreneur, you're going to fail a lot, but you're going to learn a lot. So it's the only thing that's going to make you grow. So consistency, you know, if you have a dream, protect it, work at it, no matter what it is, you know, um, work at it. As long as you're disciplined, you know, to me, discipline is the source of success yeah you know um no matter what it is uh, being consistent about it you you eventually succeed at it and what's your in terms of you keeping your goals and um being consistent what do you do uh are there like two three tips that you do every single morning or during the day what works for you um i write down my goals okay (laughs) Yeah, you have so to write when them down. Write them down. Are you like super specific, or are you more like a vision board? Or no, you have to be. I, I'm both. I do both. I have a vision board for the year. Okay. And I have little goals throughout the day um, that that keeps me on path towards my vision goal. Um, okay. Like every day, I wake up early. Um, I meditate. You know, take time for myself, and then go over these goals throughout the day. Um, what I have to do, the little steps that you have to take. And then, you know, you accomplish those. Um, those little steps eventually will be the big steps. And then before you know it, your vision that you had for the year, you, you've 
across a lot of those, uh, you will accomplish a lot of those. So I would say write them down, um, you know, have a specific time that you wake up, you know, you can concentrate on those goals. Um, and, and to me, I, I, I wake up early anyway. I found that when I wake up early, I'm, I'm more alert, I'm more focused. What time do you everybody, wake up? Oh, usually 4.15 in the morning. Lord Jesus. Okay, <laughs> I need a bit of that sprinkle. <laughs> 4.15, 30 I'm up. Okay. So um, wake up, focus, you know, do my meditation, do a little workout if I can, and then back to business. So when you go, when you wake up at 4.15, what time do you go to bed generally at? Probably 10 o'clock. Okay. So you're not yeah. like much a big, big sleeper. You don't need much of sleep. I think six hours for me is good. Um, you know, there's 24 hours in the day. So I try to take advantage of all mm. time that we have. But your body so, doesn't, is not affected by it, right? Because no, I mean, six, six hours. I'll take, you know, a few days. If I work really hard during the day, I'll take a nap in between. Of course. I'll probably a, an hour nap, but that's about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what, um, as we're wrapping up, uh, cause I know you're super busy, but, yeah. um, what is your, what are your, what are your two words for 2020? Ooh. Two words for 2020. Yeah. The only specific for you and your business or yeah. That's it. Um, I would say, huh. Wow, I never thought about that. That's the Well, yeah, gotta think about that one. Um, I think overcoming. Um and uh have a uh me but being more precise. Okay. Precision. I think that for me, yeah, more precision and uh, overcoming a, a lot of you know negative thoughts, I guess. Uh, that would probably be. How uh, do you override negative thoughts, if I may ask? Um, just being more positive, I guess. Okay. Uh, have a more positive outlook, even though, you know, you don't know how it's going to turn out, but still keep a positive outlook, positive mindset. Uh, I think that that would be the word more so than overcoming, being more positive. So... And last question that I have for you, what, uh, 2020, are there any major things you want that will happen no matter what, but are, have been on your list? Oh yeah. Um, one of them is probably being, uh, expanding probably. Spending? Uh, yeah. Expanding. Ah, expanding. Sorry. Yeah. I was like spending, spending on what? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Expanding. Expanding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so um, that I'm looking towards probably the end of the year. Um, hopefully we can accomplish that. I'm praying that we can do that. Amen. And um, um, be more recognizable. I'm trying to uh, write a book as well. Okay. So uh, by, the end, by the end of the year, hopefully the, those, those will be more clear. Um, we'll see. Okay, great. Well, thank you, Michelle, for, um, sorry, Carl. <laughs> so Michelle, That's okay. Um, Mr. Michelle, Mr. Carl Michelle, for your time. 
Uh, where can the um, the peeps, the humans, find you? Mainly? The peeps, the human. Yes. <laughs> I'm on Facebook okay. at Dr. Carl Michel. I'm also on Instagram at Dr. Carl Michel. Uh, Facebook also, if you want to follow the practice, you can follow the practice at Genesis Foot and Ankle. Um, we're on Facebook, um, Google. You can Google us. You'll find us as well. So trying to be everywhere. Um, hopefully, uh, we have goals in future to expand beyond the United States. You yeah. never know. So, so we'll are we looking like at Haiti and or are we looking like Europe? Yes. Nice. So I'm looking to lecture. Um, I've had invitation to lecture in China. So we'll see. Congratulations. So yes. we'll see what happens. Okay. I'm excited. Well, congratulations. And guys, I'll put the links all below. Thank you very much. Thank um, you so much for having me. Uh, great to see you again. I love the red hair. Keep it up. Thank you. <laughs>